Welcome to Own Your Career, Own Your Future, a Schneider Electric podcast where industry experts across different fields from around the world share on trending topics, insights and career advice on how the next generation can contribute to creating a more digital and sustainable world. This show aims to be a trusted voice for students and early careers who are looking to kickstart or advance their career with Schneider Electric or in related industries. Hi, everyone. We are back with the second episode of Own Your Career, Own Your Future. My name is Katie, and together with my co-hosts, Moen and Tanya, we are so excited that you have decided to join us again. In our previous episode, we talked with leaders from our India Hub as they shared about a career in AI and machine learning and the trends to be aware of for students just starting out in their career. If you have not had a chance to go back and listen to that episode, I highly recommend it. I learned so much, and I encourage you just to go back to our channel and check it out. What is really awesome about this series is the different guest speakers from all over Schneider Electric that are joining us to share their unique perspectives and advice about what a career in digital and sustainability really does look like. In this episode, we have the honor to speak with Anthony Loy, who is the VP of Smart and Sustainable Industrial Ecosystem Transformational. And we are going to learn about global supply chain sites, which will hopefully inspire some of our listeners to grow their careers in supply chain. Yeah, and Katie, this is one topic which really interests me, and I'm very much looking forward to diving into what a career in supply chain looks like. But before we get into an interview, let's do a quick check. I hope everyone is doing amazing and all are enthusiastic for the session today. So how are you doing and what have you been up to recently? Anything exciting? Um, So this weekend, I kind of tapped back into my favorite hobby it's crocheting and for those of you who don't know what it is it's kind of like knitting but you're just using one needle instead of two and it's allowed Mm -hmm. me to tap into this childlike creativity of just creating something out of loops and knots and different permutation and combinations of it and Mm -hmm. it's it's also been quite beneficial in my work because I definitely find that ever since I picked it up again I've become more creative in my day-to-day work as well so If you're looking for a new hobby, I highly recommend picking up crochet. But what about you, Katie? What have you been up to? That's so awesome. I love those creative outlets. They always help. And they're also very relaxing, which is great to be combined with work. (laughs) I'm so glad to hear you guys are doing so well. And yes, we have been great here as well. We've been busy. We are getting ready to leave on vacation to the beach, which I know I mentioned in the first episode. I like to fly, but y'all, we are doing... 16 hour road trip with a four year old and a one year old. So just bless us <laughs> because we're going to need it. But I'm so excited to get away and just unplug and enjoy the enjoy the beach. All right, Mo. And so tell us about what you've been up to. Yeah, my week has been going amazing. So over this week, over the past few days, I had the chance to attend my first Schneider Electric conference where a lot of people from the HR community working in Schneider Electric had gathered. So it was a two-day event at a hotel. And I have to tell you, Katie and Tanya, it was one of the best experiences I've had till now. There was a lot of networking. There were a lot of sessions planned, panel discussions, and also a gala night with a theme. So it was a nautical theme party which we had in the late night. 
it was great and one thing what i particularly observed is that there is one philosophy schneider strongly believes in that great people make schneider electric a great company and i could understand why but the conference was about hr people and i think it holds good for all the people who are working in schneider electric and the type of people who had attended the conference it was a very diverse crowd some people had experience for, for over 10 years 20 years and there was also people from 25 years of experience and with them there was also me with only 2 years of experience so this type of diverse crowd and everyone was so welcoming and warm and all of them were giving career tips and it, it was very enlightening for me Wow, Mohan, it seems like you had an eventful few days and it's really great to hear about your experience and that first-hand sharing that you just shared with us. And coming back to the topic for today, supply chains, right? This is a word that I think I only was familiarized with when I started working at Schneider. I feel like when I was at uni, it was something that was sort of mentioned in one of our business classes but never truly explored. And then once you come into Schneider, supply chain is such a huge and important topic, especially the digital aspects of it. So it would be great to know from Anthony's perspective, what does he see young people sort of coming into the company contributing in that area? Katie, I'd love to know what you think. Yes. So supply chain for my current role is everything. Like we are very dependent being the project manager on supply chain and them delivering and supplying. So, I think I'm most excited to learn about how we at Schneider Electric are making our factories and facilities like the most efficient that we can and digitizing so that we can really provide for our customers. Yeah, and adding on to what Katie said, I think going digital is the future and I throughout this session would be wanting to learn on how we could leverage digitization in supply chain. So I think this is one thing I'll be most interested and would look forward from Anthony on hearing it more. For the second episode, we're taking a special look at our continued focus on digitization in our global supply chain manufacturing sites. Schneider Electric, known as the leader in the digital transformation of energy management and automation, recently announced that its Hyderabad factory in India has been recognized by the World Economic Forum as an advanced lighthouse. Now, for those of you hearing the term for the first time, lighthouses are essentially facilities that have implemented advanced technologies from analytics to AI and are seeing serious gains across productivity, automation, connectivity, which then feeds into well-informed decision-making. Fun fact, this is actually the fifth for Schneider Electric, joining plants in Batam, Indonesia, Lexington, Kentucky, Le Vautre in France, and Wuxi, China. Today, we have smart and sustainable supply chain consulting vice president from Schneider Electric, Anthony Loy, who is going to share with us how these locations achieved this amazing honor. Anthony, welcome to the podcast today. We're really excited to learn more about the topic and hear about these amazing honors that these sites have received. Where are you joining us from today as we record this podcast? Hi everyone, and I'm happy to be here and discuss this topic. I'm actually recording the session from Grenoble in France where I'm based, but my responsibility spans the globe as we have nearly 300 smart factories and logistics centers in more than 40 countries around the globe. We are also supporting our global customers in their digital transformation. So in fact, we work pretty much everywhere except in Antarctica. Wow. Thank you Anthony so much for joining us today and 300 smart factories. That is a lot. So I bet you stay really busy with traveling to those different locations. 
Yeah, you know, every site I visit, I'm always impressed by the capacity of our people to implement innovation, to implement transformation. I also love seeing how they embrace our value, how do they focus on digitization. That is awesome. So there is a lot for people to get excited about with a career in supply chain. In a bit, we're definitely going to be diving and learning more about the advanced lighthouse factories. But before we do that, can you share a little bit about why supply chain is becoming such an exciting career path for people, especially just starting out in their careers? Yeah, you know, today to thrive into the digital economy, companies have to meet the needs of customers with much more personalization, individualized products, and much more services. And supply chain have demonstrated that they are more than ever at the core of a company business performance. And with an accelerated digitization to create true end-to-end digital supply chain, you have clearly unmet opportunities to develop yourself and have a high impact on your company by working in supply chain. Anthony, I kind of want to circle back to the honors that we mentioned earlier on. Now, I know that within Schneider, especially with like Davo passing by recently, the advanced lighthouse announcement was quite a big deal within our organization. But for someone listening to this podcast on the outside, is it a big deal? Should it be a big deal to them? Yes, it is because for us, first of all, it's an internal recognition, which is the achievement of several years of effort to transform our manufacturing site. And you know, most of our sites have been running for 30, 40, 50 years or more. And so we are really transitioning in a new era in terms of industrial transformation. Now, the fourth industrial evolution is really about bringing digital, internet, collaboration on the shop floor. And so you have to demonstrate to the World Economic Forum your capacity to innovate, to create an ecosystem of digital technologies and to deploy them in your operations to enable your workers with much more automation, much more data, AI, and in the end, have a higher business impact and create value with these technologies. That's a really interesting thing that you mentioned. And I think it was four years ago that I came across the term the third industrial revolution. And it was about this new sharing economy. And there's a great Vice documentary on the topic, in fact, by Jeremy Rifkin, an economist who did the seminar on the topic. And he touched upon three pivotal technologies, right? So there's 5G communications, there's driverless mobility and renewable energy with the internet of things sort of embedded across all three. And now that we're in the fourth industrial revolution, what does that mean for the world at large? And why is it important for our operations today? Thanks, Tanya, for this question. And I really like the fact that you're bringing Jeremy Rifkin in your question, because it really questions us about the place that we want to give to manufacturing and supply chain in our society overall. And Industry 4.0, or you can call it also, he's calling it the third industrial revolution, but Industry 4.0 is really about bringing digital on the shop floor. So here we speak about the day-to-day tools and apps that you have with websites, collaboration, AI, image recognitions, but being used on the current processes. And the beauty of this transformation is that about our people, we are combining together product process experts who have been working with us for 20, 30 years or more, with fresh graduates who come with an AI background, for instance, and they are able to have a significant impact on the performance, on the quality level of our operations. But they get also to address the diversity of situations that you have in a supply chain. We speak about planning, we speak about working with suppliers, we speak about working on sites with operators. And this is where the, this transformation is super exciting. 
Thank you for that answer, Anthony. And it was really interesting to hear that while these are buzzwords that are coming up right now, this is in fact a process that has been in the play for the past 20, 30 years. Guys, I am learning so much today. I love this conversation. And so one of the things, Anthony, that you just said that I love is that like we take someone who's a product expert who may have been in their role for 30 to 40 years and we're pairing them with a new graduate with full of knowledge, ready to dive into their career. I love that so much. And that's really why we're able to make such an impact. So I have been to several of our locations with Schneider Electric, and I am really curious to know like what makes these locations recipients of such a cool award. Yeah, I'll, I'll be covering three locations and give you three examples of what you achieve with Industry 4.0. So if you take Hyderabad in India, the site has been running for something like 15 years, 10, 15 years. We are optimizing all our asset utilization. We implement predictive maintenance, prescriptive maintenance. But I think the coolest use case that we have is how do you dramatically improve the product quality deploying deep learning on the shop floor. And so we have solutions which are allowing us to have 100% online control developed by data scientists. We partner with startups, we develop some data models as well internally. And here we have significant business increase on site with 54% increase over the last year. But at the same time, we are able to reduce our lead time by 67%. And we also reduce our field failure rate by 48%. So significant impact on the site, which has been running already for more than a decade, deploying probably one of the coolest technologies that we have today with deep learning. Now, if you look at the Vaudreuil, completely different site. Here we are in Europe. Site has been running for 50 years. And they decided to address sustainability with AI and IoT. And here they implemented sensors, wireless sensors, energy management system, and they managed to reduce their CO2 impact by 25% with Industry 4.0 technologies. And finally, when I go to Lexington, Lexington, the, the site has also been running for a while. Here, it's a heavy process that we have in place, delivering the US market. And we manage, again, with IoT to reduce our energy consumption by 26%. And we were certified by the US Department of Energy as a platinum superior energy performance site and qualified for the ISO 5001 certificate as well. So these are just three examples. Now we have 100 smart factories all over the globe and they are already well spread around Asia, Europe, North America. Now this is only a subset, a part of our supply chain transformation program, which we call Strive. And this is a program which is let's say, at the upfront of what you can have in terms of supply chain transformation, considering that we are ranked number two in terms of supply chain performance by Gartner this year in 2022. Wow, that is incredible. So basically, you're saying that these factories are using technology to help them be more productive, efficient, and competitive in addition to saving energy. So I have a question. Are there any tips for how I can do this more in my daily life too? Yeah, sure. That, that's an excellent question. So we'll see that with Industry 4.0, as I said already, we are using some of the technologies which are available to you in your daily life. And here we speak about cloud, we speak about application, collaborative solutions, and so on. And so what you realize is that if I take the example of energy management, we do have smart home solutions. So we build smart factories, but we have smart home solutions, for instance. And these are solutions which are really similar to what you will find in one of our 
smart factories like in Lexington, for instance, you will be able to sense, monitor your energy consumptions and predict and act on these energy consumptions and all of this from your smartphone. And so these are also solutions which are being developed by Schneider that we use in our own site. And I can tell you that usually most of our employees are our own beta tester for all these applications. So they have a house which is usually very well connected with EVs, smart meters, and, uh, and so on. So it's really impressive how there is a seamless now transition between technologies that you find in your home, in your daily life, and transitions that you will find on the shop floor in a manufacturing environment. Yes, I love that. There definitely is a similarity there. So that is so great. And thank you so much for sharing the story of these sites and their achievements as the advanced lighthouse factories. So Anthony, from what you shared today, it seems like digital transformation is at the core of our supply chain strategy. And it's great to hear how we're not just empowering our customers, but we're also empowering our employees by letting them be the first to try out our latest innovations. And so hearing about all these positive examples that you've shared, I wonder what are some of the ways that our company, Shine Electric, is supporting young people who are passionate about digitization and wanting to make their own impact towards supply chain, towards digitization. Could you maybe shed some light on that? Yeah, so I gave already examples that we really want to harness the power of all generations through fostering learning, upskilling, and development. So what we did, for instance, internally, we realized that buzzwords were arriving massively in global supply chain, AI, ML, robotic process automations, IoT. And so we went through assessment and upskilling of our employees to give them access to all these digital solutions. So we have a digital competency framework, which is really necessary to go through when you work in supply chain. We work also on digital mentoring. And here it's an interesting situation where you have usually young graduate mentoring senior leaders and helping them to take better decisions in a digital environment. So this is also an interesting experience. We are also committed for the next generations. And so we will double the number of opportunities to graduate, intern, and apprentice. Just if you look at my teams, my team is 50% made of experienced global supply chain employees with 10, 15 years of experience, and young graduates, young interns who are also bringing fresh ideas and capacity to accelerate on new digital topics. That's wonderful to hear, Anthony, and I can vouch for that myself, having been a graduate trainee myself. I do see that diversity among generations within my own teams. But before we end this episode, I do have one question for you. Do you have any advice for students who might be looking to pursue a career in supply chain or sustainability? And feel free to point to any resources, books, or blogs that you feel like these students or people who are very early in their careers should definitely tap into before deciding to pursue a career in this direction? Yeah, so for us in supply chain, we see that digital solutions and data analytics is an extremely important transformation. Basically, we never had that many amount of information available to take decisions. Now, the second aspect is that there are more and more uncertainty also on the way you take decisions in supply chain. So we are also looking for profiles and you will feel comfortable in supply chain if you have the capacity to take decisions and to collaborate in an uncertain environment. If you just look at the news, you see that supply chains are moving every week. And so we have also a, a right mix of people able to develop themselves in this environment. 
bringing external ideas, bringing an external vision to the supply chain. So, yeah, and I can tell you, I took a role of digital transformation, as I said, for our own factories four or five years ago. My main learning sources was YouTube at this time because we were deploying solutions which were not yet documented. And this is what happened when you, when you really work in an advanced supply chain. You are designing the future of supply chain. So you mentioned about sources, you mentioned about blogs or books. I really advise you to look also at what is at the forefront and what is the unique combination that you can bring. And there may be solutions coming from retail, solutions coming from logistics or outside of the industry that you will bring within the supply chain and will make a difference in the future. That's great advice, Anthony. And I'm pretty sure that, I mean, drawing from my own personal life as well, some of my friends, when I told them that Schneider is really big in the supply chain space, they came back to me and they were like, wait, isn't supply chain related to the whole toilet paper crisis that we saw at the start of the pandemic? And you've actually gone ahead and shed some light on how it's not. And it's a lot further than that. And thank you so much for having this conversation with us. Well, that is a wrap for today's episode. And man, I feel like I learned so much today. Thank you, Anthony, so much for joining us today. Yeah, really, thanks a lot for having me as part of this podcast series. Uh, It's been a pleasure to share what we do in supply chain. As you can see, we have really exciting transformation to go through, but there is also a lot of funds bringing digitization in supply chain. Yes, thank you. I know supply chain has always been so intriguing to me, and especially after today's conversation, I'm definitely more intrigued. So I'm so thankful to work for a company that doesn't just talk about being digital, but really is into investing in digital opportunities to actually be sustainable and competitive. And also the fact that we're winning these prestigious awards, I think that is incredible. And it really makes me so proud to be a part of this team and this community and this incredible company. So thank you so much again. So guys, that was so insightful. And I feel that, you know, Schneider is pioneering in a lot of fields when it comes to digitization. And we strongly believe in this policy of go digital and we always push the envelope. And it's just so interesting to see how we are leveraging digitization in the field of supply chain. So what about you, Tanya? What do you think about today's episode? You know, I really loved how candid what Anthony was about learning on the job, especially referencing to how he used YouTube to really do a lot of his learning. And at Schneider, I know that we have this model to learn every day. And that's what you kind of do when you're when you're working in any area within the company. And what's interesting is that he also touched on a lot of different aspects of digitization within the company. And I know that we love these terms and we use them quite often inside and in our communications outside. But for anyone who's looking to pursue a career in supply chain and who might be intimidated of the learning process, there are people here who are very supportive of that. And I just want to send that message out to reassure anyone who's listening to this that you can come in and not be aware of everything that's out there, but come in and learn from people, from resources that are available within the company and resources that exist outside. So don't be intimidated of picking up something that you have no idea about because you will get better at it day by day. And that's all it takes, you know, baby steps. What about you, Katie? Any final thoughts? Yes, I'm over here like nodding. That is so good. And it's so true. Like Moen said at his at his conference, the network and the different ages and careers that he got to mingle with and network with 
is so invaluable. Like you can learn so much from your network here at Schneider Electric and that can help you grow and achieve your long-term career goals. So sometimes you just have to take the plunge and get started in, in a new field and learn and grow every day. If you would like to stay up to date with our latest episodes, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. We look so forward to the next episode, and we really hope that you tune in with us next month. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Own Your Career, Own Your Future podcast. Be sure to head over to the Schneider Electric Careers page at se.com slash careers to check out our open opportunities and sign up to join our talent community to receive exclusive invitations to events, career tips and company updates. Visit our Schneider Electric blog at blog.se.com to read employees' stories and learn about a variety of career paths. Last but not least, remember to follow and subscribe to the show in Apple Podcast, Google Podcast and Spotify to listen to all the available episodes. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. The information, statements, views and opinions should not be construed as the provision of advice by Schneider Electric or as an offer to buy or sell any products or services or to make or consider any investment or course of action.